<sighs> hey kids, it's your old pal Gorag the Slayer. How the hell you doing? Tonight's episode, as usual, is brought to you by LoneStarButtons.com. Lone Star Buttons is in the business of making your custom button design a reality. They offer their buttons in different sizes and shapes, and they even do specialty items like magnets, and I think they'll do just about anything other button companies can, or will, like uh, mirrors and whatnot. They offer their products in great early 2000s era prices. Just mention the show, Revenge of the World, podcast, and get some thrown in for free. To get in contact with LoneStarButtons.com, you can go to the ancient website, or you can send an email to info at LoneStarButtons.com, or you can call the owner personally, 24-7, at 281-798-1996. Tell that owner, Adam Stimpy Jones, that Gorag sent you, and you want to suck in his hairy tits. In other business, if you want to take care of, if you want to take care of the show, <laughs> little Freudian slip there. If you want to slip us a fiver, scratch that. If you just want to take part in the show, we'll listen. We'll take news stories, friend questions, any tips you want to give us on running a a better show, or whatever the hell you want to talk to us about, you can email us at rotwpodcast at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. You're our only friends. That being said, it's time for the show. Coming to you pre-recorded live from Atomic Age Studio in beautiful Pasadena, Texas. It's the Revenge of the World podcast with your host, Gabe, that dude Dieter, and bitchin' Brendan Birch. Thanks for listening to episode 95 of Revenge of the World podcast. That sounds way too professional. What the fuck am I doing here? Uh, uh, Gabe, that dude Dieter here uh, with me tonight is a very congested Brennan the Beacon Birch. No. Whoa, what? Good God, no. <laughs> Bitchin' Brennan Birch. Wow. <laughs> See, when you just say, let's do this, uh, I get caught off guard and nothing goes right. Well, I mean, you shouldn't be listening to me anyway. I'm on like a cocktail of allergy medication right now. It's like the, anything could happen. It's like an AIDS drug for sinuses. Yeah. Like Hunter S. Thompson over here, dude. <laughs> so what's up, Brennan? I got oh. a multitude of topics to break break in on the show oh my god uh, what do you got what do i got uh inflamed sinuses is what i got man that's 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 my my whole world is just revolving around the input and output of my sinus cavity do you feel like you're free diving deep sea i i, I feel like you've got like a ton of pressure on your skull right now i feel like i'm constantly ascending on an airplane nice. that's what it is it's just Jesus. And it's, it's just getting worse and like like my head won't explode to relieve the pressure. It's just you want it to. <laughs> I, I, it just I just does. I just want it to stop, but it keeps going. <laughs> nice. You're like uh, Schwarzenegger after he lo- leaves uh, the Mars colony, like, and his eyes start bugging out. 
this would be my ironic punishment in hell. It's it's at that level. Yeah. It's just, I just can't die. Oh, man. Well, let's take this opportunity to say a shout out to Los Angeles, Madrid, and Moscow. Uh, They were last week's top listeners. Oh, God. Moscow's on to us. Yeah. They they know. Yeah. Uh, It's weird, man. People listen to the show even though there's no show. That freaks me out. That is weird. I know it happens. It happens like in between our shows. Yeah. But that little uh Just, activity in between freaks me out. Yeah. It's like why we're not even promoting this. <laughs> not that I do much anyway. But it's like watching your mailman on a security camera while you're away on vacation. Whoa. It's like you you, you know somebody might show up, but you know, it's still weird that somebody's there and you're not. He's jerking off into your mail slot. Yeah. Yep, it's no good. It's no good. Hey, uh, so <laughs> this episode, I wanted to uh, wrap, finally completely wrap up Zine Fest. Yeah, like I, I wanted to talk about that too because, like, we're uh, we're f- what like five episodes deep into Zine Fest, something like that. Uh, but you haven't, um, yeah, done I, your post Zine Fest. No, I mean, yet. like I heard like what like the, I listened to the episode that you and Mike did, and like <laughs> I don't know. It, I wasn't that miserable. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like it, it was like I wasn't prepared like for what it was at all. Mm-hmm. You know, like my my whole like plan on how I was going to do things was just the wrong way to do it. Really? You know? Yeah, totally. Because like you know, I mean, I, everything that I had, you know, the stuff that I was selling, I was selling for very very reasonable prices. Mm-hmm. But you know, like Zine Fest, people are going with like forty bucks in their wallet yeah. or sixty bucks, whatever. And they're going to go to a bunch of tables and collect one of everything, you know? Yeah. And I didn't really have much of, like, that one thing that was like, you know, okay, I'm just going to pick up a sample of what this guy does. You know what I mean? Because, like, everybody else, you know, like, the only thing that I had was, like, the zine. And, like, that was the only thing that actually went for me. Mm-hmm. Was, like, I got, like, a couple of zines went. Oh, you five bucks, by the way. What? Oh, you five bucks. You sold one while you le- when you left. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. So, yeah. I, anyway. Um, yeah, it was just, like... You know, I, I had like original art and I was like trying to do sketches on like a 18 inch table with a kid. Yeah, it's not, you know, it's like, oh, it's not that. And you my, know, I you, mean, you've done that successfully in yeah. the past. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like, but ske- this is like tight quarters. Well, like the thing is like, you know, any type of art thing that I've been doing, like, you know, like the sketch stuff has been my bread and butter. Like, that's the thing that I do that people like. Yeah. And, you know, it just like that wasn't the right environment to do that. You know, like the show itself was great. Like there was like so much cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like there were so many people and like everybody was really excited. It was like a really positive vibe. And, you know, it just for what I was doing for that show, I did the wrong thing. You know? Like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, I think if I had like done more prints or something like that. Yeah. Or just, you know, just done things that, you know, people could take away, you know, really affordably. What are you doing now? Mm-hmm. I, I saw your new stuff and I'm like, the fuck? Where did this come from? <sighs> like, I was just like thinking about the stuff that I was doing and and like a thing that I did that I have been kind of observing uh-huh. is that like when people sort of interact with the stuff that I make, mm-hmm. they don't walk away from it feeling good, you know? Uh, I could see where you come come it's off like with that, yeah. My, my, it's the stuff that I do. It's a lot of like tormented figures, you know? Yeah. No, like, I see it from a different perspective because I know you, but yeah. somebody a stranger yeah. walking up would probably like see it's, like this guy's into doom metal. <laughs> Yeah, you basically, know, or which, something you know, like that. I mean, that, that, I am. Yeah, but, you know, and I guess I kind of, like you know some of the people that did come by and were kind of checking out my stuff. Like that was the audience for that, definitely. Right, right. But like 
I think that, you know, there's definitely, I think, I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of at a point where I want to do things that like maybe connect a little better mm-hmm. and maybe aren't so hostile. And I don't know. It, uh, I mean, what do you, what are you expressing from yourself though? Cause to me, you have a sense of humor and that's like your thing to me. Yeah. But what comes off in your artwork is like, what's way down inside yeah, and yeah. you're like, Ah. Yeah, that's that's definitely. The, I mean, I have a tendency. It's like if Eeyore walked around throwing up raw bones. Yeah, and like <laughs> just meat chunks. I, I think sometimes, like you know, I'm I'm a very reserved person, but yeah. like once I'm once I get to talking to people, sometimes like I will overshare, <laughs> and like you know, I don't know, maybe maybe it makes people uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't know. It's like I, I think that I just I would like to put more. Maybe less negative energy into what I'm doing. Positive vibes into your artwork. Yeah, you know, because I mean, I, I mean, I, I know that I come off as like a downer, misanthrope, pessimist most of the time, but I'm, I don't think I'm that at my core. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. I mean, and I don't know. I just like, I don't know. I think, uh, I don't know. What, did, what did you think of the show overall? The like, show overall was rad. Did you get to walk around? I got to walk around like a little bit at the beginning, yeah. and you know, like pretty much the whole time I was there, I was like, you know, managing. A table and a kid yeah you know so yeah, I, yeah. I so my attention was very divided and you know right. i wasn't i didn't get to really get the full experience but everything that i saw was like really cool and it was like it felt good to be around that energy of those people like everybody made stuff and like half the people in that room were making stuff i i know? mean you saw my instagram videos after i got a charge out of yeah it. I, I always do and like and i mean i think that's part of what's kind of like bringing on like this weird stuff that i've been doing lately is just like having like that like that was motivating you know yeah like, I, I didn't walk away, even though, like, it didn't go, like, as great as it possibly could have or whatever. Like, I didn't walk away from it feeling bad about it. It's, like, your, it's your first gig, dude. It's yeah. your first uh, any kind of book fest, yeah. you know? Um, I mean, I came away from it, like, motivated and, like, inspired. Good, you know? good. That's awesome. So, I mean, it was overall, it was a good experience, definitely. And, like, it was good that in that I got to kind of, like, see maybe areas where, like, the business end of the way that i do stuff is just com- like not complete you know it's like it's your first yeah. time man i mean yeah 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 you're definitely. not gonna have like well i mean my first my first table shows were completely different from what they are now yeah because i had to build up yeah to that point and still haven't sold out of my first material well <laughs> i mean but i mean things like you know like i had a couple of people ask me for a business card i never yeah. even considered myself as being a person that would need a business card ever man, in my life i thought about I thought about making a business card for you just for the podcast yeah. and and bringing it to the show, but I didn't I didn't have time to to ask you, you know, all the little stuff like do you want your own artwork on there? Yeah. Uh do well, you even want a card? Well, yeah, having and, and to do with the if, podcast. If you had asked me if I wanted a business card, I would have been like, "No, why do I need a business card?" Yeah. Who's going to ask me for a business card? And then like people would have asked me for a business card and would have felt stupid. But you know what? So, like, uh <laughs> I got so much good feedback on the podcast. Yeah. When people saw my card and say, oh, you do a podcast? It was like that. Oh, yeah. you do a podcast? Yeah. And uh, I never got that, you know? Never. Because um, I don't talk to people about the podcast unless I'm, like, telling them I do one. And right. then it's obnoxious, you know? Yeah. And I don't want to I don't want to come off that way, but um, it's just weird. It's 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 a different thing. and all, And also us being in bands and stuff you don't get that kind of rewarding feeling from 
being in a band, a local band that never really yeah did much, you get I I get way more from doing art shows and connecting with people yeah uh, through my sense of humor and my visual creativity. You know, I can't sing worth shit. So what are people gonna tell me? You know, right, yeah, your band rocked. You, my friend, are deaf. I don't know. <laughs> you have a low uh, bar. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm super happy you did it. Uh, I think you should keep on doing it. Yeah, I mean, I want to do more stuff and for sure. I just, I don't know. Like, dude, you we're lucky we didn't start out at Staple because remember that one year you wanted. Oh to God, do that? yeah, that would have been horrifying. Staple is like at least twice as big as that. Yeah, if not three three times. Yeah, it's huge and pretty overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Anything else on on your uh, on Zine Fest? Uh, like Nate did great. Yeah. <laughs> like for for like a a five year old like at something that he did not care about at all. He was uh-huh. fine. No, he didn't look at anything. He was like you know like. He was better off than I was. Like, yeah, he was just like, whatever. I'm just gonna sit here and you know play Sonic the Hedgehog and you know, scream. where where is he gone that hundreds of people are around him? You know, well, I mean, he, have you taken him to concerts and stuff? I mean, or? I, I've taken him to like uh like art stuff before. Like, I've taken him to some art shows and stuff. Yeah, and he he's always done pretty okay. He's just like he'll you know we we can go in, we can make a round, we can look at everything, and kind of got to get out. Yeah, you know, but yeah, he's fine. Yeah, <laughs> so crazy. I mean, but he's he's a really like you know personable kid anyway like he'll talk to anybody yeah like so i mean even, even if it did come down to him like you know having to talk to people he would have been perfectly okay he likes <laughs> to entertain i think yeah totally like it, he'll just strike up a conversation with like anybody at the grocery store it's hilarious uh so something happened to a family member this week where they had to go to the hospital yeah because of a workers comp doctor saying that they weren't really that hurt <sighs> and to go back to work Oh man. Uh I don't know if anybody out there has had to deal with workers comp, but I have yeah. a couple times. Have you ever? Uh my dad did when I was really young, like whenever he got hurt. He had some yeah. issues. I, I, I mean I I was really young then. Did he get a second opinion? Yeah, he had to. I mean he, yeah. he I mean yeah, his neck was broken and stuff, you know. So it was like, Yeah. Wow. Well, this wasn't that severe. It was just a it was a scare about um blood clots. Yeah. And he should have gone to the hospital immediately like you don't get black and red bruising completely covering your leg from just a simple fall like right something inside is wrong yeah. and your foot swells up oh man it's like that's trauma you yeah. know it's not like yeah just uh light duty you know for a couple of weeks uh-huh. no you have to go to the hospital and yeah. get x-rayed or mri'd or whatever yeah sonogram um it's just fucked up because why why does it exist why does worker workers comp workers comp exist to take time off and get paid for it correct right just so you can heal (laughs) from like a work-related injury but if you go to the workers comp doctor which you're required to do yeah uh you have to follow their recommendation right or you don't get paid Uh, something like that it's something like that like i don't know man it's just fucked up and i don't i don't think they did him right and uh watch your ass people because nobody else will apparently do no do no harm right yeah that's what the wiccans say (laughs) uh anything else going on uh i just finished the class from hell oh yeah you you you, uh aced your uh classes this quarter huh oh god it was like it was the work like 
I had to take this this art history. This it was a the a history of American architecture class, and like the final project was this PowerPoint thing. It was like eighty something pages. No, it was like sixty something pages long. That we had to make, and it's just that thing has been dominating my life for like no the last one month. will ever unless you're at an hour long lecture yeah. on the subject. No one's ever gonna go through a sixty something no page no way PowerPoint. No, it was that's like, ridiculous. It was it was the worst. It was like one of the worst things I've ever had to do. And what does that have to do with graphic design? Like, did you? It, it was it was an art history class. It's just that class was needlessly hard for no reason. Damn. And like you know, I didn't have the book at all for the first week. I didn't even know I needed a hard copy book because the book all the books have been online so far. They're all like electronic copies. So like you know, I the first week of class, I'm like, I don't have the book. And the teacher's like, you need to get the book. So I had to contact my academic advisor and get them to do the voucher thing so they could get me the book. And then I had to go find the book. And then I found one, got it mailed to me like the second week of the class or whatever. This is like a six week, like mini class, you know, Uh and then I got in my wreck and then like, (laughs) you know, life just like kept like kicking me in the face. Like the whole month of November has just been a nightmare. And like, so basically once your face got worked over, they started in on your nuts. Pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) It, It just, it just progressively got worse. So like the last, like, two or three weeks i've done the entire workload of this class mm-hmm. and it's just oh god it's been horrible it's been like chained to a table like doing powerpoint about stuff that i don't even remember anymore i already forgot all of it wow like, <laughs> maybe you should go back and review your powerpoint well i i still have the hard copy book everything's all highlighted i could do that at some point oh, but shit. it's just so it. terrible like oh, that, but yeah i finally finished that class and oh and then the a day or two after I finished that class, I started getting sick. So <laughs> nice. So I'm glad yeah. you're here. Yeah, in the same room with me. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's been. I think it's allergies. So it's not. Contagious. Hey, man, that microphone's gonna get you re-sick. Yeah. We might we might need to change that spit guard. Yeah. I don't think we ever have changed these, have we? Nope. <laughs> All right. What? <laughs> hey, man, you're not touching it, are you? No. You can't breathe from it. Um. I do yell passionately at it sometimes, though. Oh, yeah. So. Pop my peas pretty hard. Yes. Yeah. Pop that pea. Uh, okay. You ready to go <laughs> some news? Sure. We all know what time it is. It's time for the news. With Gabriel Dieter and friends. Okay, so let's keep this Trump shit brief. Huh? Oh, how? We can't. We're just joking. Uh, let's at least keep it down to five minutes, huh? Uh. Okay, so... Uh, There's so much. Emperor Trump thinks that flag burners should lose their U.S. citizenship or spend a year in prison. <laughs> what an idiot. <sighs> That's not going to happen. Senior Trump, Senior Trump... Uh, the Supreme Court has deemed it legal. Yeah. And this makes you look really, really bad. I don't know how the Constitution works. But not to your base, because they're probably cheering for you, thinking, yeah. you know, well. <laughs> that, that flag doesn't symbolize free speech. It symbolizes whatever the fuck you're about. <laughs> oh, man. I don't Like, at this point, like, I feel like it, it, like it doesn't even make sense, like, what he's doing. Everything is just counterintuitive to everything else he's trying to achieve, you know? Like uh yes. Um unless you're Kim Jong Trump <laughs> and you want to uh I don't know. What I mean what could he possibly have to gain by saying stuff like that? For well, one, go ahead. I feel like 
Trump's entire strategy is this. There is no strategy. No, no, there, there's, okay, there's okay. definitely a strategy. Let's hear this. The, Let's the hear. strategy is like, it's, it's almost brilliant. Whoa. <laughs> See, what he's doing. God damn, I, did, I almost shit myself. Yeah, I didn't uh, think that I, word was going to come out of your mouth. Yeah, but the thing is, okay, he's saying all these inflammatory things about, you know, about civil issues, basically. Yeah. You know, flag burning, gay rights, blah, 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 this, that, the other. You know, he's, he's enabling, you know, the alt-right, their oh, white supremacists, excuse me. I'm not going <laughs> to use that fucking word. No, aka white supremacist. Yeah. Um. So he's in a, he, Basically, he's getting you know all of the civil liberties people fighting over you know you know gay rights, flag mm-hmm. burning, free speech, all these other things. Yeah. And that's completely diverting of attention. In fact, like attention away from the facts that he's like you know employing these Goldman Sachs people to run the Department of Treasury, and then like he's bringing in all these like old school right wing Republicans to let let them get their social agenda through in exchange for him to get all of his financial you know kickbacks through. He's he's just working the system to bail himself out and to bail his friends out, and it's this is all about Trump making money for Trump. Yeah, but man, they're gonna pay him back. So, and that's how he's gonna get the USA back on track. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care about getting the USA back on track. He's not bringing his Thai factory back from China. Hey, man, <laughs> Dave Chappelle says otherwise. Give the guy a chance. Oh will my you? god. <laughs> Dave, uh, Dave, Dave. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I'm going to wait and see. I, I don't like the guy. I didn't like the guy before he ran for office. And, you know, I I didn't have a horse in the race. But whatever. I'm, I'm going to wait and see. Because if shit goes down, it goes down. I doubt it's going to go down. The guy seems kind of like a chicken shit, you know? He's not, he's, I think if he walks outside and is greeted by 10,000 protesters, uh, he's probably going to be pretty concerned about what he's doing. Eh. Basically, the only t- the only time that Trump really cares about anything that's happening to anyone is whenever it's negatively affecting Donald Trump. The recount, you know, right? Like, it's like why is I mean, okay, if he truly believes that he won, you know, the vote, the vote, and you know, I mean, he he did win the vote by the system that we have in place. Why is he concerned about the recount? You know, unless he truly thinks that the, maybe there is something that will, you know, th- maybe if he thinks that there's something to be found, you know, um, I mean. Well, because it brings into question his legitimacy. Okay, well, let him recount it, you know? Yeah, but that's not what he's all about. <laughs> he's an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> he's going to get upset about someone questioning him going into power. I mean, especially if he believes that, you know, there's three million illegal votes. I would say recount it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, but, I, I would want to prove it once and for all, you know? That's true. But, but hey, that's, I, but that's I, but you. I'm a, I'm a sensible person. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm going to take your Twitter away. Um, <laughs> all right. That's, that's enough of that. Yeah. Uh, dino chickens are coming. What? Um, Bart Anjan Bula. Bula. What? I'm really bad with Indian names. Uh, Bart Anjan Bula. Bula. B-H-U-L-L-A. Hey, that's the best I can do. Okay. Sorry. Right. Uh, he's already replaced a beak with a snout. Genetically altering chicken embryos. Um, he says they grew up um, and says 10 to 20 years, they will have a full dino chicken that is predatory. Wow. Um, this piqued my interest because I remember reading the original story and I specifically remember it saying that those embryos were terminated. Before they hatched. Right. Now, reading this article and his direct quote, 
it sounds like those embryos hatched. Right. And they just grew up, lived their normal lives without a beak, and they had a snout instead, like uh-huh. a dinosaur mouth. Right. Uh, I thought that was against the law. <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> because it brings a lot of shit into, into question, like... Um, I mean, I'm not I'm not well versed on the science, but if you alter the genetics of something, doesn't that leave things open to like uh, different diseases and uh, pathogens and stuff like that that we wouldn't normally be exposed to, and because those animals don't exist, right? Huh. Uh, I don't know. That's really interesting. <laughs> what happens if if that animal was bred with a rooster? You know? Yeah. Like would would that be its own species would maybe could you and what if that rooster is like so into the chicken that has a mouth instead of a beak like he thinks that's like way hotter and he won't breed with any of the other chickens Ooh, man. yeah chubby chaser kind of deal once you go snout you never go back man once you go snout stay on that route ah, there uh, you go. <laughs> yeah i don't know I, it just it's a very it was a very cursory uh story and it just raised like so many questions in my mind like what if what if these things were bred and released into an ecosystem like uh i don't know australia or something like that and they just became a new species running around that would be awesome yeah it's crazy (laughs) um like we just want dinosaurs i mean is that is that a bad thing (laughs) that scientists are like you know when i grow up I'm going to be a geneticist so that I can create a dinosaur. It's like all those kids saw Jurassic Park, but they only saw like the first third of it or something. Right. <laughs> Dinos. Um, I don't know, man. It's very mm. interesting. What kind of world is Nate going to grow up in? I don't know. 10 years, he'll be 15 and he might need to kill dino chickens. He's going to be fighting dino chickens with a spear. In the Trump if they're waist. doing with this with chickens, what about an ostrich? What about something that's big? Well, what what about when the chickens start growing big? You know. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, that genetically they would have to turn on that that gene to make them grow big. Well, I mean, I, I know if I ran a Kentucky Fried Chicken, I might be interested in that technology. Yeah. Huh. Why feed them seed when you can feed them cow leftovers or yeah. horse? Kentucky Fried Dinosaur. Yeah. Man, let's do it. Weird. That's that's a weird thing, man. They're not even chickens at that point. No. But yeah. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, the UN has found North Korean torture camps. Uh, hundreds of thousands of political prisoners have died in five years, either due to starvation or forced labor or torture or execution or rape. Didn't Vice find those a long time ago? Yes, they did. <laughs> like, I guess uh, the UN was like, all right, fine. Fuck. All right. We'll follow you out there, Chet. <laughs> <laughs> we'll even play, pay for the plane fare. Um, what do you do with that? Like... Well, uh, are are they gonna stop it? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that, I mean that, that would you would think that that would be a thing the UN would be you know that they would act on. What has the UN really done though? Like how have they? I know the UN ha- has a coalition of soldiers, right? Donated from all the countries that belong to the UN, mostly America. Yeah, I know. Weird, huh? <laughs> um, but the only time I've ever seen the UN go in and do anything has been africa mm, they're u.n troops afghanistan really yeah. u.n troops yeah <clears throat> i didn't think the u.n got involved i in believe that. so hmm. interesting funny you should bring that up oh man oh man just kidding 
Uh, Castro's dead. Yay. He's he's out of power, finally. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. Those communist energizer batteries really do last a long time. I mean, I, I, I definitely, I consider myself to be a lefty, but you know, I, I don't, I don't, I have yet to see a compelling piece of evidence that proves that, you know, what Fidel Castro did in that country was like, you know, any more than any other dictator would have done in any other country they had been in control of. Mm, such as? I mean, you know, I mean, the, the socialized medicine is good, but I mean, there were also, you know, lots of prisons full of lots of people that just wanted to read a new newspaper. Yeah. Know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, 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 I can't get behind a person that shuts down free expression see that brings it back around to trump yeah i mean would trump has no power to do anything about flag burning it's it's legal right even if he appoints you know two supreme court judges i don't see it i don't see anything happening you right know? it's uh it's got a legal precedent that's pretty strong but in the case of castro cuba was a very different country than the u.s is right it was an island had very few resources. Mm-hmm. It did export some stuff, but basically cocaine trafficking was a big part of it, uh, surviving. Yeah. And uh, imports from Russia because mm-hmm. they became an ally. So where was I going with this? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Was... G- just general information. Yeah. Uh, Cuba's not America. America's not Cuba. I'm very uh, curious to see what's going to happen. Um you know, him being however old he was, was he He's like, 90. He was 90. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't in power for, a, for since like uh, 06 or something like that. I think 2008 was when he officially dropped out. Right. But I mean, he was, so he, brother, he, he was lingering around, he was like lingering around as late as 2011. His so. brother, Raul, took over and he's not even going to be in office in a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, is what he said. Hmm. He's, he's going to drop his position. So who knows? Um, there was really no future for the way they were going anyway. So maybe they just had a change of heart and said, you know, I wonder who, I wonder who came up with, uh, smoothing over relations with the U S whether it was Cuba saying, Hey, we're going to, yeah, we're going to reform everything. Or is it the U S saying, Hey, we're tired of (laughs) spending, we're, we're tired of paying CIA agents, uh, to do nothing right <clears throat> who knows um i'm sure their hotels are terrific and i wouldn't mind going to check it out yeah. before hilton's move in yeah, before there's a starbucks and <laughs> yeah yeah or it becomes a vacation island it is it is already a but vacation I, island. oh yeah. i know what you mean like miami eyes where it becomes disney south yeah you know no, that, that'd be pretty bad um or someone guy from india buys it and starts putting chicken dinosaurs all over it (laughs) jesus that's how you bring your economy back okay so um apple is to i started that out fucked up (laughs) apple is going to this is a verb obsolete some uh products and they're from as recently they're they were manufactured as recently as 2011 wow uh i think it's gonna be Mostly iPads mm-hmm. or something like that. Shit, god damn. Why didn't I write that down? That would have been pertinent information. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. It's it's crazy. Uh things are not made to last anymore. No. And it's... if they happen to, they fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> they actually messed up. Yeah. Like I don't know. Obsolescence is built into everything now and it's just it it's part of what I think drives a lot of 
negative aspects of American culture, you know, uh-huh. like the way that we have, like the way that we work, you know, like you have to work like a lot to make it in America. Yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile in France, you know, what, like 35 hour work week. See, man, yeah. I was trying to get this concept over to Jess and she wasn't biting on it. You know? Yeah. I was like, why would you work if you didn't have to? Yeah. Or, you know, why would you work for someone else if you could have your own business? Right. And I don't know. It was just kind of a, a rough conversation. Um, it just, I guess it just depends on what's meaningful to you. Um, I mean, and that, that's something that I've definitely been assessing in myself lately and just, you know, like trying to figure out what kind of life I want to live. And like the more that I think about it, the more uh, kind of like, I guess like the idea of any sort of like kind of keeping up with the Joneses is like, it's not relevant to me anymore. You know, mm-hmm. like whenever I think about it, like in my heart of hearts, I don't really care. You know, dude, you've never been much of a materialist. I, I'm definitely not person, I'm, but I mean like, and just in thinking about that, like, you know, it just makes me wonder, could I like be not killing myself and not working as hard as I do like, and be happier? You know what I mean? I think that's true for like, a lot of people. Yeah, and just just like not just like you know the idea of like maybe giving up you know the pursuit of the idea of luxury as it's sold to us by you know the world at large, mm-hmm. and just kind of making your own happiness, you know? Right. And, um, I, and I guess just like I'm getting off track a little bit, but I mean I guess just going back to that, like you know the entire system is built on the constant pursuit of that stuff. So you're saying you're not going to buy a new iPhone? Definitely not. I'm not. <laughs> As a matter of fact, like, I've just been thinking, like, what can I do to participate in American capitalism less and less? Yeah. And, uh, you know, just, like, right now, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be renting from an individual, you know? Yeah. And, like, you so know. That's the best situation. Yeah. If you're going to rent, that's the best situation to be in. And, like, you know, the idea of, like, not purchasing new things, you know? Like, I don't care if, you know, my car is new. That's, yeah. That's of no value to me, you know? I would rather buy. It's not. It's not financially responsible no. to buy something new when you drive it off the parking lot and it, it immediately, devalues immediately by like 20 percent you know like and it's just like i've just been thinking about all these things and like you know like all that stuff that we're led to pursue is just so messed up it's it's designed to make you have to work harder in this system yeah you know and like it's just like going back to these like like you know the ipad thing that we're talking about the apple electronics they're going to obsolete those things anyway to make it so that you have to buy more things right and you know what i don't need those things i'm good without them yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I've i been looking at other phones because I was never on the Apple bandwagon for uh, for an iPhone. Right. Uh, because I've had Apple computers and I've never been satisfied with, with them, you know. And that was pre, you know, downloading apps and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, I just never was into the culture of, of getting an Apple because it's an Apple. Right. So, when... My phone starts crapping out. I'm I'm looking at other phones. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, what's the next Galaxy that is going to come out? I'm like, wait a minute. Why am I why am I limiting my choices to a Samsung product? Right. Because really, I mean, are they the best? Are they really the best? In some ways, yes. But in some ways that matter to me, I can go somewhere else. Right. I can go other. I have I have other options. Um. I'm getting off track too. Uh, I think a lot of companies are are obsoleting their products, though. Right. Uh, Samsung, I think, is doing that too because well, they're kind of having to right now. <laughs> well, I'm looking at I'm looking at my Note Five. Yeah. And it's like starting to crap out on me. Mm-hmm. And 
this is when the Note 7 would have been, you know, very well introduced into the market. And I'm just seeing, like, is this a coincidence? Yeah. Uh, is there something there to where, you know, everything's... This is my conspiracy mind, you know? Like, is, is everything going according to plan? Right. Uh, as far as my phone, like, is it crapping out right on time mm-hmm. for Samsung? Absolutely. Um, so I'm probably going to go more towards a Google phone, yeah. maybe. Just get a raw Android phone, like the way that they're supposed to function, you know? Right. I don't know. It's interesting. I got to do more uh, research. Yeah, the, the more that I think about all that, I just, I, I've been seriously considering just going back to a flip phone. Yeah, but I, I do so much with my phone. I can't, I can't do a flip phone. I mean, I've heard of people doing it that, and it, it sounds awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, comedian Ari Shafir. He's been on a flip phone for like over a year now. Oh, yeah. And he does all of his communicating by talking on the phone to people. Yeah. And other than that, he saves up all of his business and just does all his social media either in the morning or late at night. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty strange. It sounds like a good system. Yeah. I mean, he's he's actually using his computer for... Right. what it's to, meant to be sit, used he has for to sit down to of, perform a task as opposed to like having this thing hounding at you all the time in your pocket yeah. yeah um he is engaging in life a lot more yeah um i just like having a a video camera in my pocket yeah. you know uh it's really convenient and that is true we're probably i don't want to carry a video camera in my pocket we're, we're, we're probably gonna have to be filming a lot more cops in the future for sure yeah <laughs> I need a I need a harness to put it yeah. right in front of me. <sighs> Strange. Um, so, Apple for their these products that are discontinued from 2011 are you can't get parts and you can't get service from authorized providers. So it's not that they're discontinuing parts. Yeah, they're discontinuing selling the parts. Right. And I think Apple did away with all the uh the oem stuff right like you can't just order ram for oh no 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 yeah like uh you know like the Mac. that's that's what it was like when i when i was you know like that mac Mac mini that i have you can't fix that thing yeah (laughs) you can't upgrade that thing it is what it is crazy man you spent that amount of money for that thing and that's all you get see that's what i don't like about apple we talked about uh you know we're we're gonna start doing video again and i want to Get a machine. Yeah. I don't know if it's better to get a gaming laptop and say, hey, this will last, you know, four years maybe. Yeah. Or do I get, do I build my own machine? I mean, it would be cheaper to build your own. Yeah. Sure. But it's not a laptop, so I have to get a desk. (laughs) Well, we could could put a tower underneath this table, just right next to the mixer. Oh, man. So much equipment in here. Yeah. So little space. Um, Okay, so the FTC is going after homeopathic solutions uh and they are going to add a no science in quotation disclaimer on the bottle (laughs) um this is weird to me because why is the i mean it's not that weird because it's the federal trade commission Uh and they they their job is to look after consumers right but I find it interesting that it's not the FDA. It should be the FDA. It should be. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the FDA has power over stuff like homeopathic remedies because 
they can't do shit to supplements either, like vi- taking vitamins and stuff like that. Right. Because it's not medicine, it's supplements. So as long as it's not poisonous, they don't have really any any power over them. Hmm. And when you're... I also found it interesting that from the article, it said homeopathic cures. Have you ever heard of a homeopathic cure? I haven't. I've always heard the term remedy. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. To ease symptoms, not to cure something. Right. You know, because like even, you know, witches can say <laughs> whatever they want. You know, uh, there are vegans that won't use medicine, you know, but right. really, if you want to, if you want to treat something as little as uh, athlete's foot or something like that, mm-hmm. you're probably going to need some co- sort of chemical compound to put on there. Um, no, you can just pee on your feet, man. Yeah, I mean, you can do that. That's homeopathic? Yeah, that is homeopathic. But We'll see the Federal Trade Commission <laughs> come into my shower. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Uh, okay. But you know what I'm saying. Uh, it's just weird that the Federal, Federal Trade Commission is going after these guys because it's, I don't know. Well, they're always going to find a way, you know? Like, this, this is some sort of, like, backdoor, you know, something or other, I'm sure. This is, the like, that pipeline standoff, oh, except yeah. with... Home remedies. Bee pollen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, we haven't really covered that too much. Are you Are you uh, up on that? The current? Uh, I'm, I'm fairly... DA... Yeah. What is it? DAPL? DAPL. Yeah, those bastards. So, what do we know so far? Okay. Um, well, I did just see today that uh, the... I guess the county sheriffs down there are blocking people trying to deliver supplies to the to the protesters. Yes. So, that's, that, that's illegal, right? I mean, you can't do that. Um... Yeah, that's the kind of shit they do in Mexico. Yeah, it's it's just like, I don't know. And that's by corrupt cops. Oh, well, <laughs> well, that's that's pretty much what we're dealing with here, you know. Some somebody somebody's going to get some promotion somewhere down the road whenever they shut these protesters down. That's what this is about, you know. Well, did you read that uh there's a lot of vets coming in? Yeah. I wonder what's going to happen with that. Would if there's a a significant, I mean, there's thousands of vets coming in, right? Mhm. I can't imagine violence used against people that have fucking served overseas, you know? Uh, well, at the end of the day, the people that are running those pipelines are the same people that send them over there to die. They don't give a shit about vets. Uh, that's never true. have, never will. Uh, there was a Kennedy that was uh, given an interview. I can't remember his name. Do you know, is it Robert Kennedy Jr.? Oh, um, I, I saw this, but I can't remember the detail. You remember? You saw the yeah, interview? Yeah, I, I believe it was. Yeah. So he was talking about, um, this isn't, this is all about profits for the next 20 years. Mm-hmm. And they've, they've already invested, all these banks have yeah. already invested so much money in this pipeline. Yeah. They're not going to lose it. Trump's got money in that, by the way. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He, his investments are tied up in DAPL. Really? Yeah. But he's... Uh, no conflict of interest, though. No. No. Um, yeah. Keep fighting about flag burning. Yeah. Uh, so this the Kennedy. I'll I'll play the interview after the show, right after the show. Um, but he was saying how the banks have you know millions of dollars tied up in it. Uh, this oil is going to be sold to poorer countries, mm-hmm. and the banks aren't going to walk away from it without their money. No. You know, it's supposed to generate income for. 20 years is what he said. I right. don't know if he knows the specifics, but I thought it was really interesting because he ha- he also said that uh, America doesn't have the same dependence on oil that it did. Mm-hmm. 
because wind and solar have taken up such a big chunk. It's gotten so cheap that it's taking a big chunk of the pie. Like it's becoming viable. Right. Um, I don't know, man. I I just hope... I know that the violence has happened, Mm -hmm. but I know that propaganda is being used Mm -hmm. on both sides uh, because... It just looks like, uh, I don't know, man. I, I'm not as educated as I'd like to be before I talk about it, but it just seems like if you want to get your point across and somebody's, you know, doing something and you somebody happens to get a black eye mm-hmm. from maybe somebody holding up their sign too fast. Right. Somebody gets elbowed in the eye. You put that black eye up in front where the cameras are going to be, you know? Yeah. Um. I've seen that kind of thing happen before um, in other protests, but I don't know, man. It seems legit. Like it seems legit. I don't know. I haven't. Did you see that uh, that one video of the uh, the reporter that was interviewing someone, and she was like filming this guy and going back and forth, kind of like filming the protests, and the police like shot her with a non lethal round in the leg. No. Yeah, for filming them. What? Yeah. Okay, well, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff I need to know about. Yeah, I mean, like, she, she was just like, sitting here, like, asking the guy to explain why they were at this river crossing and what they were doing. And yeah. He was just, you know, talking about, you know, what they believed and, you know, why they thought that, you know, the, the pipeline was wrong and why they didn't want it to happen. And then just all of a sudden, you just hear her go, oh, God. And then she goes down and she's just, like, holding the camera and she's, like, she's been Appar- shot. Apparently, a lot of reporters have been arrested. Oh, yeah. They're, they're like, shooting. They're, shoot- they're just, like, shooting people with, like, non-lethal rounds, like, constantly. You know, they're, but, they're hosing them down with like, you know, with freezing water and 26 degree temperatures. Right. You know, it's just like, it's, I mean, you would think that would be illegal, you know, but as as tied into news as as you can be. I'm only seeing stuff from like anti-media and stuff like that. Like, well, because the mainstream weird, media is not covering it. It's not. It's all. not at all. And are they? It, it's it's fucked up. And why would they? Be? I is. mean, they're they're they're. The mainstream media is getting their money from the same banks that own the pipeline, you know? Yeah, that's that's true. It's the same corporations. It's like, you know, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like there, there is no interest in the truth in the media at all. Right. We'll get there. We'll get it somehow. As long as you share our episodes, uh, people will become <laughs> more informed <laughs> or more curious to prove us wrong. Please do. Let's go to some friend questions. Well, this is kind of the the spirit tip of the front line in the battle over the transition from an old energy economy to a new energy economy. And we know that we have to do that. And we know that if we really had true free market capitalism, it would have happened because today wind and solar are much cheaper than the traditional, the old energy field. So the only way that the carbon cronies can keep their domination in the marketplace is by constructing a lot of infrastructure so that we are invested the people who invested this Citibank and Wells Fargo and the other and the pension funds who invest in this pipeline now have to see oil going through that pipeline 40 years, even long after any justification for oil is long gone. Um, and of course, we're not going to buy it in this country because we're going to be switching to wind and solar and electric cars. So they're trying to build the infrastructure that allows them to sell it to poor countries to continue polluting the globe. And that doesn't make sense for anybody. And, you know, I think the most troubling part about this is that the American people are watching a company that is breaking the law. It's an outlaw corporation that is violating American laws. And then you have peaceful protesters who are just saying, we just want you to obey the law. And the state 
instead of coming down on the side of the peaceful protesters or advocating law and order, are instead deploying the military power, the awesome military power of their state, plastic bullets, tear gas, um, and these sound weapons against the people who are peacefully asking for law and order on behalf of the criminal. Lee Yanez asks, do you think the Incredible Hulk could crush an egg in the palm of his hand? Or would he bust a vein in his head like a mere human would? Do you know this uh, experiment? No. Uh, supposedly, I mean, it's not a supposedly. It is very hard to crush an egg if you put even pressure on it. Really? Like, incredibly hard. You can squeeze the shit out of it and not break it uh, if you apply even pressure. See, I always thought that was like a, a prank. No. Just to get people to no, crush no, no. an egg in their hand. No, no. It's okay. not. It's it's weird, um, but it is real. Try it. Try it at home, kids. Um, so, go ahead. Oh. Um, okay, Eric Eddy asks. Oh, we didn't answer the no, question. Yeah, God really, damn it. Yeah. yeah was, uh, the Incredible Hulk would crush it because it would just make him more angry, ergo making him stronger. Yeah. And eggs aren't made out of adamantium. It's true. Okay. Yeah. So, let's see. Eric Eddy asks, favorite pronunciation, Mexican? Mexican or Mexican? Uh, I am half Mexican, so I'm going to say Mexican. But if you say Mexican, I'll probably chuckle a little bit inside. Yeah, like, I, I, f- I feel like Mexican is usually, like, it. I've never heard someone call someone a Mexican in a hostile way. It's usually like a drunk person being like, that Mexican's all right. <laughs> or that dirty Mexican stole, stole my cigarettes. I've, I've never, I don't know. <laughs> I've never even heard Metzican. M-E-T-S-I-C-A-N? Nope, never heard it. Yeah, I don't know. We need we need a tutorial in this stuff. Yeah. Rodney Heron asks, How will the world end? Super virus? The sun enveloping us as it expands? Trump's tiny fingers on the button? Something else? How will it all end? Like every- A super virus would not kill the earth, the world. It would just wipe out everything on it. Yeah, I mean... I, I, I've, any really any given failure in any system that is like governed by man like if that failed on a mass scale we would probably die you know if if like all the electricity on the planet went out we would we would i'd be eating your face right now yeah exactly instead of making this podcast it it, it would not take long for us to like go back straight to you know barbarism and kill each other yeah um i mean we're one generation away from not being able to read yeah so yep i don't know it's uh how but as far as the planet ending, I mean, the planet's going to shake us off. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, we'll be long dead before the sun yeah. en- envelops us as it expands. I mean, the, the theory on that's four billion years, right? Yeah. So, Trump's tiny fingers. Uh, I don't know. I think he's I don't think he has. Shit. I don't think he has clearance to <laughs> use the bombs. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay. I guess. See, I got. Uh, I, I'm going with the sun. Yeah. For the world ex- uh, exploding. Yeah, unless unless we like luck out and we get a comet. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. I got. Uh, let's see. Christopher Steininger asks: Take on Trump's appointments thus far: drain the swamp or just filling the same swamp with his slime? Oh, jeez. Um. He's definitely not draining shit. No. He's <laughs> placing people in power that have been in power. Um. Just not while anybody's been paying attention. It's like the 1992 Republican National Convention in there right now. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Exactly. We're just waiting for that fucking heartless creep to show up. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. 
Go ahead, Brennan, say it. Ugh, I can't. I can't. Have you already forgotten what you said? No, I, I know. I'm not. I'm not. No. Don't say his name. He might show yeah, up. Yeah, he's Voldemort. Uh, C.J. Minard, Minard, Minard <laughs> asks new version of the previous fuck Mary kill question. Seventies Susan Sarandon, eighties Sigourney Weaver, or current Helen Mirren. Well, you go first, Brennan. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know. Uh, God, I'm still staying with Mary Susan Sarandon. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna kill Helen Mirren just to make C.J. mad. You're fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, I would murder both Susan Sarandon and Sigourney Weaver just for a chance to get into Helen Mirren's panties. Wow. You heard it here. <laughs> you got another one? No, that's all I got. <laughs> uh, Eric Eddy asks, oh, another one. Uh, if you had inadvertently picked the wrong hot sauce and it was too hot, would you play it off and finish what you started? Or would you cry like a baby and request pansy sauce power through always power through i don't know man what are we talking about like on the uh what is it i'm imagining a burrito uh-huh you know which i mean with a with a burrito i'm a tapatio man so i like tapatio it's got to be very mild or i'll just get sick <laughs> i don't know I'm, I'm always willing to take a chance on a hot sauce and it's... i wouldn't i would uh i would feel bad about destroying my food <laughs> so i'd probably just request pansy I mean, sauce I like hot sauce. I mean, that's just, that's kind of my jam. So like, yeah. I, I'm willing to, I, I would be willing to commit even, even if I didn't like it, just to say I tried it, just to say I did it, you know, so I'm always going to power through. What if it's the last seven bucks in your pocket? Last seven bucks in my pocket? Uh, my answer okay. yeah, <laughs> you know. YOLO. Brent Himes asks, could we possibly combine slash condense these terms into one all encompassing term? Chert, shard. Potsherd, etc. What, what? What is any of that? I have no idea. Like, <laughs> uh, they, they, they you fifty-year-old kids these days. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. They sound like you know made-up slang terms from eighty skateboarders. Ah, uh, could be. Got a churd in my potsherd, bra. <laughs> like, what? Is, I don't. I don't know what any of that means. Like, Brent, give us a week. We'll do some research. No, give us an answer. Tell us what those words mean oh, okay. before we can even begin to field that question. Damn it, Brent. <laughs> We're always on the on the next page from you. Uh, sorry. Uh, that's all we got for friend questions. All right. We really churred our, our way through that, huh? I think so. UFOs! See a ghost! Crazy unexplained shit! As usual, tonight's tenfold tirade is brought to you by LoneStarButtons.com. Brennan, who's your favorite button company in the world? Oh, by far, Lone Star Buttons. Who's the best business owner you know? Donald Trump. Adam Stimpy Jones <laughs> is the correct answer. Uh, Adam Stimpy Jones owns LoneStarButtons.com. Uh, he will make your custom button dream a reality uh <laughs> he'll make your button in different sizes and shapes uh he does magnets he does other stuff you just got to get in contact with him he offers this shit his shit for great prices <laughs> you'd be like but how much should shit cost and i tell you no cheaper than that cheaper um he's got great prices uh mention the show obviously revenge of the world you're listening to it right now 
and get some free buttons thrown in gratis. Your face. Yeah. Uh, get in touch with Lone Star Buttons by email at info at LoneStarButtons.com. Or you can call the man himself. Donald Trump. Adam Stimpy Jones at 281-798-1996. Tell him Gabe sent you and you want to suck on his drunk Donald Trump hairy tits. Oh. Yeah, they have little wigs on them. Uh... So today's tinfoil tirade is pretty loose on the tinfoil, but, you know, this story has been going, I mean, it, it's it been a conspiracy for, I believe, I want to say about t- six years. Okay. Uh, there was always a conspiracy that the U.S. created ISIS, right? Yeah. Um. Well, I thought that was a pretty well documented fact at this point. Well, loosely created it. Uh, we didn't actually create isis we just trained and funded the people that <laughs> we gave some little scamps became, a couple of guns became isis <laughs> yeah. uh so basically my my theme is the u.s secretly is okay with isis as long as isis is fighting in syria um we haven't really done too much to disrupt their activity uh until russia came into the picture right and just didn't really care about the consequences but just started bombing the shit out of them. Right. Just like Trump wants to do. Russia bombed the shit out of them. (laughs) Uh, Funny thing is, it actually works. Uh, Let's see. So, I sent you a screenshot of an actual email that uh, was from WikiLeaks, right? Yeah. Let me read it to you. Find people. If I can find it. Go ahead. Okay. uh, This is a quote from uh, an email that was sent by Hillary Clinton. This is, or it was in the Clinton emails anyway. It says, uh, we need to use our diplomatic and more traditional intelligence assets to bring pressure on the governments of Qatar and Saudi Arabia, which are providing clandestine uh, financial and logistical support to ISIL and other radical Sunni groups in the region. So basically what that's saying is Saudi Arabia is funding ISIS. Yeah. I don't know if that's all they're funding, but it's definitely funding ISIS and I think other uh, terrorist organizations. Yeah, like Al Qaeda was supposedly getting their money from there, right? Yes. Yeah. And I think that's that's where it started. Um, so so they're just investing in the new kid on the block, pretty basically. Much. Yeah. As long as they're fighting their enemies, they're going to give them money, yeah. which really affects you know more people than as long as it's not them, basically. Right. Is is their philosophy? But the weird thing is, didn't we say if you're not with us you're against us <laughs> and aren't they clearly against us if they're with as in funding isis i mean i still don't understand why saudi arabia gets off the hook for a lot of stuff it's where the gas and at this from. point what the fuck are we doing it's where the gas comes from <laughs> uh still are, are we aren't we net I mean, exporting at this point that's opec man that's 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 who's calling the shots man <laughs> they, they name the price why do they name the price? I mean, shouldn't we be naming the price for our own product? Yeah, you'd think that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It's all fucked up. Uh, so I also wanted to tie this in to Obama wanting to go into Syria in 2013. Mm. He wanted to take military action, and he was stopped by Congress um, because I don't know what really happened, but in the media it was saying that they used chemical weapons. Right. Um, come to find out, it's 
not that clear who used chemical weapons um, because the UN inspectors didn't, I mean, they, they went in and they couldn't figure out definitively who did it. Um, and now that Russia's heavily involved, Russia is, they sent troops. Yeah. Like there's thousands, there's a lot of Russian uh, manpower and uh, assets in Syria now. Mm. So I think it's odd that we wanted to go in and now we don't, or now we're not hot for it anymore. Right. We're, it's confusing to me mm. because if there was no ulterior motive, why would we, why would be, why, why wouldn't we help Russia and help Assad if we just wanted to get ISIS? Because we want Assad out is my conclusion. Right. Which Obama actually said when it was propagandized that uh, Syria used chemical weapons. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know, man. This is a fucked up tenfold tirade, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like the the ever since I don't know. I would say like since uh you know the whole global war on terror thing being de-emphasized in Iraq. Like since the, we pulled back from that. Like and then you know Arab Spring and all that stuff. Everything's just completely different now. It's not the same you know Middle East conflict that we've always faced. You know. Right. Like this is this is like a whole new territory. Like there's the the power vacuum is just completely different now. Mm-hmm. You know. And I don't know. Well, basically, like, even even like the superpowers that are trying to get footing there, like Russia wasn't involved in anything up until you know recently, right? You know. So, oh, I mean, like, oh the, by the, the way, game. our other ally, Turkey. Yeah. Oh, God. They've been leaving their borders unchecked, um, and ISIS has been running back and forth. Uh, I don't know with supplies. I guess. Yeah, they're. they're, I, they're I think there were. It's like a supply route. Yeah, there's through Turkey. weapons, banking. It's. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why why do we allow this? I don't know. Of course Trump's probably not going to do anything about it. No. Even though that was his key platform for running for president. Yeah. He's... I see Trump is going to sell the entire country out to build a fucking hotel in Abu Dhabi. <laughs> it's going to end up happening. It's going to be something stupid like that. See when <laughs> when people ask, "Why is Trump so concerned with flag burning?" Because that's all he can talk about. <laughs> when when he met with Obama, I think he got a, a little bit of a better picture with what the fuck his job's going to entail. Yeah. Um, he's got a lot on his plate. Whoever is in that position, I, I don't want that job. He's not acting like it, though. Turning away intelligence briefings. <laughs> Maybe he's getting his information elsewhere. Well, that's not good. From Alex Jones. <laughs> oh, God, I hope not. I hope I. I tried to listen to that show today because I, I wanted really? to, I wanted to see because I, I, I haven't listened to like any, you know, of that stuff since and it's been a while since I've listened to any yeah. InfoWars anything. Right. I mean, I used to pop in on it every now and then because it's good for a laugh. But uh, yeah, like I have never seen him so on a president's side. Yeah. That no. scares me. <laughs> yeah, that does. That is scary. And I think they've actually talked on his show before. Really? I think Trump's been on his show. Mm. It wouldn't surprise me. Because a lot, a lot of what Trump said, not a lot, but I've noticed some of what Trump said, I've heard Alex yeah. Jones say. Well, that, that's what he's like sourcing that supposedly three million illegal votes or whatever in the election that, that he would have won by a landslide, the popular vote as well. Right. Yeah. He, he sourced it like an Infowars article on that. Yeah. Which <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I think I'm not going to throw Info Infowars down the the toilet uh, completely because. They have broken some weird shit that came out to be true. Uh, 
or at least had you know solid leads but yeah. um there's a lot of fear mongering that goes on there oh yeah uh, i mean his his bread and butter is uh you know non-perishable yeah, it's, it's non-perishable goods <laughs> by prepping items from my web store yeah you know uh diamond gusset jeans yeah it's uh it's Silver a weird it's a it's a weird fucking scene over there i don't recommend <laughs> anybody go to it um but yeah that's it for the show uh, on that note <laughs> we'll we'll wrap it up by saying tenfold tirade is meant to make you think we're, we're not we don't have any answers for no. this whole Just show questions. It's all we have questions. nothing for this whole show no um but dino ostrich i will be riding one to work every day once the EMP hits and our cars are useless. Yeah. It's faster than a bike. Man. If that's how humanity's going to go out, you know, that's an honorable way to go down. <laughs> Riding a genetically cloned dinosaur fighting to the death with a spear. Hey. That's the best you can really hope for. Yep. You know, I think that's a new shirt. Somebody draw that. <laughs> um, Brennan, you got our social medias. Yes, we are at ROTW Podcast on Twitter, Revenge of the World on Instagram. Uh, we've got our Facebook page. We got our website, revengeoftheworld.com. And we got our t shirt site, revengeoftheworld.threadless.com. Yes. Go buy some t shirts. I'll get $5 per shirt out of the gig, and uh, it'll go towards new equipment for the studio, etc. etc. Brennan, you got anything? Uh, I, I got really bad allergies. That's what I got. <laughs> All right. Uh, Thanks for listening, everyone. Gently go fuck someone.